Welcome to the Russ Podcast, and of course, yes, today it's going to be an action-packed show, and that's Tanisha Nicole right there. She produces this show for little or no money because it's not a very profitable show, but that's okay because, you know, the Russ Park Morning Show is where we get a lot of our material uh, because my name is Russ Parr. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, of course, um, everybody knows about all the indictments handed down in Georgia on uh, Donald Trump with about 13 of them. Mm, yep. And normally when he's gotten arrested, they haven't fingerprinted him or did a mug shot or whatever. Uh, they allowed him to put on his makeup and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he put on his makeup and then they take the shots and he, he gets to pick out which picture he would like for his mug shot. But no, they ain't, they didn't even do mug shots on the last ones. And I love it because the Fulton Cal- uh, County Sheriff said they won't giving him, won't be giving him any special treatment mm. and there's no status yes. when it comes to that. Now, so. when you get arrested like that, do they, do they shake you down and check your cavities? I would they, they, I, I, I don't know. I, don't you? You got to be careful before. Here's what I don't understand. Here's a guy that has a jet mm. that has foreign relations all over the world, and you won't take his passport. All right, just man, just give me the keys to the jet, please. Right. You Hello? know that doesn't make sense to it, me. It doesn't make because I would think that he would flee. I definitely think he would be the one to. Oh, absolutely. Flee. Yeah. Uh, but this doesn't look good because this man is not very bright. First of all, when you indict 18 other people with you. Those 18 people, they don't even want. Mm. They could care less. Maybe Rudy Giuliani. They probably definitely want him. Oh, yeah, please. But 17 of those people, they don't even want. The reason why they ain't got indicted is so they can turn on you. Unless you give them a really good reason to do, you know, to turn. And that good reason was basically, um, I had nothing to do with it. It was them. They did this all on their own. It was all them. You said that three days after the indictments. Mm -hmm. You just told them. I'm throwing you under the bus. Good luck. Yeah. F you. Yep. You know, and, and that's that's crazy. Yeah, it is. And, and he's great. Well, we know. We he's already not. know. And it, it, come on. He doesn't make smart decisions or choices because he's not smart. Right. No. And, and what's funny is it's crazy. The people that did ride for him. I question their intelligence. Yes. Why are you even riding for this guy? He's shown you who he is. I, it doesn't make sense. And I saw uh, one of uh, Kanye West, I think a former um, yeah, yeah, publicist, publicist yeah. Uh, was indicted also. She was. Because they got her to go in and try to comfort the black uh, poll workers mm-hmm. who they hassled and ruined their lives yep. and targeted them. When you have the president of the United States targeting you as an individual, every crazy in the world hassled them. I mean, she would be scared to call DoorDash and give her name, you know, if she was going to do DoorDash, if she called. But she was that frightened. And, you know, their neighbors got hassled and and the whole night their lives were ruined. And then Rudy Giuliani just admitted about two weeks ago. Well, we lied. We lied on them. Yeah. They said, oh, look, they're they're passing around on a thumb drive. Look at that. They have video. Yeah. And with the video, they aired it on Fox and everywhere else. But the video, if they did a really close shot on that thumb drive, it was a mint. She Which is was craziness. Passing out. Doing her civic duty. Yeah, yeah. But you see, but that's what they do, right? They all, it's like these false narratives that they mm-hmm. put out there and people will run with it and believe it. Yeah. They don't fact check. No. They just go with it. I'm like, come on. Their track record alone shows that they're crooks. Absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, yeah, we're going to have an action-packed show today. Lots of fun stuff from the Russ Parr Morning Show. And also, uh, don't forget, uh, The Adventures of Pinky. 
Uh, go to the YouTube channel, The Adventures of Pinky. Uh, he starts dating a woman that has a flatulent problem. Oh, God. And that's always great to go is like really girl? mindless humor. Is this the girl that can only eat beans? Yes. Her name is Jaguar. <laughs> um, it's like, hey, it, it's fun. And at the same time, it's very juvenile. And that's why I write crap like that. And I crack up because I know you write crap, but I also know he improvs some things. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's a nut. Yeah, he's a Clifton Powell plays Pinky. But you got to check out The Adventures of Pinky. Go to YouTube. Okay, leave your comments. We want to hear from you. You know, it's about time that we teach our folks about fiscal responsibility. And it's so important that everybody understands that, you know, you don't have to be scared of finances. And you can take very little money to make money. And that's why we have this author, Cedric Nash, on. Uh, Cedric Nash is going to help guide you how you can take 100 bucks and turn it into a million dollars in a couple of years. Well, Decades. But anyway, I mean, he'll give you the idea on how we should start thinking. So that'll be coming up. In an ongoing attempt to tell you that, hey, you don't need a lot of money to make some money. I wanted to bring on this guy. He's a brother that is just brilliant. His name is Cedric Nash. And of course, uh, Cedric, um, he's got so many books. He's, he's printed so many, um, he's authored so many articles on how you guys can become millionaires. And of course, uh, he is a millionaire. How you doing, Cedric? I'm doing great, Russ. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's great to have you on. I, I had you on about a month or so ago, and I'm like, oh, impressive. Truly impressive. You Thank know, you. And, I'm, and I was reading your bio, and one of the things that just stuck out was like the first line. It says, the overwhelming majority of wealth in America, 84%, is in the hands of white households. Can that be changed? Oh, it really can be changed. Um, it can be changed because we as a community have to kind of change our focus from uh, from just income and lifestyle into the, the accumulation of assets. Mm-hmm. You know, the key to wealth is really owning assets. Like he who has the assets have the income and the wealth. And so that's really the key to it. Right. And, and you guys got to pick up his book. It's like, why should white guys have all the wealth? <laughs> you know, how, how you can become a millionaire starting from the bottom. And that's where I want to start. You know, the last time I had you on, I got a lot of people that, uh, you know, tweeted me and texted me and said, that dude was interesting. But I don't have unlimited resources. Mm-hmm. I can't just start a brokerage account with $100. And I said, the you know. The point is, you can, Russ. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, no, that's my point. My, my question is, can they? Yeah. Yes. You could, to be honest, you could start a brokerage account with no money. They'll open up an account with no money. However. If you had $50, you can open up a Charles Schwab starter account. Account They call it a Charles Schwab starter kit. Mm-hmm. And with that $50, they will match it by giving you $101. They will give you a slice of the S&P 500, which is the largest companies traded on the stock market. They'll give you free education where you can go online and learn about how to invest. At the same time, they have a 24 by 7 hotline where they'll answer questions about using their trading platform. I mean, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And I work with Charles Schwab, mm-hmm. not that I promote them, but I, I started my Charles Schwab account back in 1983 mm-hmm. when my grandmother died and took my two, uh, my $2 million, my, my, my $10,000 that she gave me, I'm sorry, and right. turned it into millions. Wow. But the whole point is, is that you can start with just $50. And the name of the game about investing is mm-hmm. about diversification. It's about investment consistency and investment intensity. And what I mean by investment consistency that is investing a piece of your paycheck, every single paycheck, mm-hmm. every single month until it generates lifelong 
income. And as you increase your earnings, you increase the amount that you invest. And over time, that creates a compounding effect that can get you into the millions. A lot of people like, you know, they jumped on, you know, the Bitcoins and all these other things like it's because it was popular and it, it was easy to understand. Is that the right move now? That is not the right move. It's not the right move now. And it wasn't the right move back then. Mm. And the reason is, is because cryptocurrencies are, they operate in the words of Alan Greenspan, they operate off of greater fool theory, meaning it takes a greater fool to buy it from the fool that bought it in the first place. Mm. And the reason why it does, it is not backed by a particular, any assets. It's not backed by historical revenues. There are no inventories. There's no intellectual property. There's really no value. And people who are world-class investors like Warren Buffett and even Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, talk against cryptocurrency because it is really a sophisticated Ponzi scheme. And that's why you're seeing the values of it kind of like wand up and down. And the whole point is, is if it fluctuates so much, how can it be a useful currency? Mm. The fact that we rely on the dollar is because we know that a dollar is worth a dollar or maybe a few pennies less, you know, from the beginning of time, even till today. So the whole point is, is in order for a currency to be useful, it has to be stable. And now that celebrities are being sued for their for the, for their promoting it right. and the harm that it caused others, you don't have that effect of of hyping it up. Mm. So and so I've never been a cryptocurrency investor. Right. I invest in quality companies because when you invest in quality in quality companies, mm-hmm. they seem to find a way to always win. You look at an Apple computer; they're either going to beat you or they're going to buy you. And so a lot of us as African Americans have shied away from the stock market because number one our approach to it and also the way that it was, you know, it was, it was kind of look, look bad upon our family because religiously it was like we were gambling. They called it, right. you're playing the stock market, but you're investing in real companies. You actually own shares. You're an actual shareholder. You can go to actual shareholder meetings and talk about the state of that company. You're not gambling by investing in the stock market. Now, a lot of people haven't had success with it. It's largely because of their approach mm-hmm. because they've been treating it like they're, trading it, like they've been treating it like it's gambling or going to Vegas. How you become successful in the stock market is you buy incredibly quality companies, companies that you've been growing up with and knowing all your life. And you invest small pieces into those companies every single month. And over time, you build wealth. If you don't believe me, just look at Johnson & Johnson over the past 20 to 30 years. Mm -hmm. Look at Coca-Cola. Look at Nike. Look at Apple. Look at Microsoft. These are companies that are super, super quality that, yeah, they can potentially fail, unlikely to fail. However, if you invest in them, you're actually a shareholder and you're building wealth, you know, in, in huge proportions right. over time. And, you know, we're talking about failing. And I think that what we've been doing is on a regular basis, we've been failing our youth as far as educating them, educating yeah. them about money. Um, I, I just think that, you know, you should never leave high school without having an economics course that explains all this because it wasn't that good back when I was in high school, you know, or even in college where they, they told you how you can increase your wealth, how you should maintain a good credit score and how you can take minimal funds and take it to the next level. And you've done that. You're a demonstration of that. Well, Russ, that's why I wrote my book. I wrote my book because I've read tons of books since college on personal finance. And none of them took into account our unique experiences as African-Americans in terms of our challenges to building wealth, in terms of racism, discrimination, and oppression, and the fact that we have to work a lot harder in order to earn equivalent amounts of money as our counterparts. 
So I wrote the book with that specifically in mind, and that's mm. why I titled it, Why Should White Guys Have All the Wealth? I've had the privilege of having four millionaire mentors, three which were black and one which were white, that poured into me my mindset. And so I learned how to basically invest early on and have been building wealth ever since. It's not difficult. Mm. The key is you have to accumulate assets, whether it's assets in the stock market, assets in real estate, assets in a business, or investing in other businesses. It's really those four right. classes of assets. Right. You have to convert your paycheck into assets. The assets will do the work for you. All you have to do is put the money into it. And it's really not that difficult. And you have to have a diverse portfolio of, 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 of everything. And right. that's how you weather the storm whenever we have market ups and downs. You don't freak out and run out of the market. So, And you also don't operate in desperation mm-hmm. by putting money, loads of money into cryptocurrency because based on the news, lots of African-Americans lost money in cryptocurrency because we got in late and we put money in and we didn't really, really understand what we're investing in. Right. Well, you know, listen, I, I, I want to have you on on a regular basis because Please. I, I find it interesting. <laughs> uh, you said you have this um, one topic where how black college students can become millionaires starting from college. Yeah. Uh, yes. let's touch on that real briefly. And then uh, next time we'll pick up on some of these other questions that I have, but how can they do that? Right. How can they do that? The, the same way that I did it. Russ, when I came out of college, I wanted to mimic my millionaire mentors and I came out, I bought my condo right out of college. Mm. And so I have actually written a book, but I haven't released it titled how, how to, how to become a millionaire starting from college for primarily HBCU students. The first thing they do is they got to live on a budget. They have to basically minimize what they spend so they can maximize what they invest. Hmm. The other part that they have to do is that they have to maximize their 401k day one. If you ask any 40 or 50-year-old African-American person if they had a company with a 401k and a match, what was their number one mistake? They're going to say, I did not maximize my 401k day one. Hmm. The reason why they do that, they say, well, I'll maximize it when I make more money. The sad reality is when you make more money, you have more bills. And when you Hmm. have more bills, you tend to – have even a harder time pulling that money away, investing into your 401k. That's the number one place, the most efficient place to, to basically save money. So let the me, last, the let, final thing they need yeah, to do, go ahead, go they ahead. need to basically, like I bought a condo right out of college. Right. Me, me out of college. If I were to do it all over again, I would have bought a duplex. And mm-hmm. I'm in, I am inspiring young people in their 20s to find a two-family, a three-family, Live in one unit, rent out every bedroom in that place to where you're living free, free and yeah. continue to save your money so that you can buy your next class of, of, of property. Wow. And so I think that properties are amazing because they tend to always go up. And as you increase your in, the income of that property, the value goes up with it as opposed to a single family home. Mm-hmm. It's the value of a single family home is based on the comparable home values in the neighborhood. Multi-families are valued based on the income that they generate, and right. that's why it has an ability to grow their wealth significantly. While you were in college, um, did you invest your money into a brokerage account? Um, you know, i.e. some stocks. No, and I did. Plans? When I did, I, I read like crazy. I read my first book. I read was "How to Be Your Own Stockbroker" by Charles Schwab, and I mm-hmm. continued to read because I had a mentor, Mister Glover or Mister uh, Mister Bruce, mm-hmm. who was investing in the stock market heavily. Also invested in multi-family property. So I didn't really have the disposable income to invest, but I did immediately start investing as soon as I got out of college and took my first job. And that's an important thing. I just want to make this one thing, one, one note. If you're 22 years old, saving $500 a month, giving a compounded return of 10% in the market, by the time you're 65, you'd have $3.5 million in the bank. If you start at, at 32, you'd have $1.5 million. If you mm-hmm. start at 42, 
you'd have 300,000. If you started 52, you'd have in the 100,000. The name of the game is time is on your side. Coming out of college with just $500 a month, you can become a millionaire in time if you invest in a diverse portfolio and if you if you stay the course. Mm. And well, investing quality. Well, next time we're going to talk about aggressive funds and and explaining to folks what aggressive funds and and what uh, uh, funds that you can you should do as you get older. I mean, which you should exactly. invest in. So we're going to get into that. But Cedric, uh, you know, this is great. You guys got to check out his book. Why should white guys have all the wealth? How you can uh, become a millionaire starting from the bottom. I'm more than halfway through this book because I what I find myself doing is going back and rereading uh, some of the some of the nuggets of information that you're giving us uh, because even at my at my age uh, I, I'm still always looking for opportunities and I want to share that with other people. So I think you're providing a wonderful public service for all the young folks out there and at the same time you're helping us older folks too. Cedric Nash, man, thank you, my brother, man. Also check out his book, The Millionaire Money Move. A supplemental investment guide. Um, all these are available. Like, well, you can go to BarnesandNoble.com and all those places. Yes, you can also go to my website at CedricNash.com or follow me at Millionaire Money Moves. I give a free Black Wealth Growth Challenge, where for the entire year I'm mentoring people on building their wealth for free. We meet every other Monday, so join the group. I love it. All right, thank you, Cedric. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you, Russ. Uh, bye bye now. Hey, listen, they came up with this list of uh, bad habits of dog owners. Uh, we know what number one is uh, what not is cleaning it? up after your dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Because I, I got to tell you something it really grosses me out to touch warm poop. Right. Uh, I never understood why well, imagine- y'all do that. And then somebody said, Russ, you're supposed to use a bag. Uh, yeah. you're nasty. Yeah. You are so nasty. You are so nasty. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh my god. You just hold it. Right. You just walk home with it again. Yeah, yeah. just walking around. Oh I said, man, I said, I hate, to, I hate doing this. That's why I fake like I'm picking it up. Oh, you were And so... then they tell me, Rush, you're supposed to put a bag on your hand. I'm like, damn it. Uh, that's what it is. Nasty. Damn it. Oh my god. Um, they said the other uh, rude habit of dog owners uh, talking on your phone at the dog park. Because you're not paying you attention to, to the behavior of your dog. Right, oh, exactly. my gosh. Mind what your is he, business. a child? Why are you watching me? You're not paying attention to your dog. Either. Exactly. <laughs> my dog is being good. That's why I can talk on the phone. Yeah, you're, but you're, you're talking about the people where the dog is going off to bite other dogs. Right. And, you know, or people. Crazy. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Well, your dog's not supposed to be at the dog park then. Right. Mm-hmm. You the should other, know your dog. The other annoying rude habit of dog owners, putting your dog outside when he won't stop barking. Uh-oh. Well, then everybody else had me. to hear this. Yeah, I don't want him barking in the house. There's a reason why he's barking. That's me. Because <laughs> you're not a good owner. <laughs> don't live in a neighborhood if you don't want to hear barking dogs. Sorry. Go go live downtown if you don't want to hear barking dog. There's another rude thing that people are doing: ignoring no pets allowed signs. Mm. Oh, you know, because people oh, don't want your, your dog pooping in their yard. Right. And, and they, people are now getting irritated, even if your dog urinates on their grass. Yeah. Well, well people bring turn... dogs in stores. Like, your dog don't belong right. in the grocery Just store. Exactly. Yeah. The hell's yeah, wrong with you? This ain't Beverly Hills. And that, that's the other rude thing. Calling it a support service animal, knowing you don't have the paperwork. Hello. No, exactly. Just need the vest. They sell them online. That's you don't need, you need the vest. Just get the vest. <laughs> Soup is right. Soup is so right. Oh, man. Ain't nobody going to stop you and ask for your papers. Mm. That's it. The other thing they said is rude. Dropping your leash to let your dog make friends with another dog. 
That's bad. Oh, yeah. come on now. Especially, you don't drop a leash on a pit bull. No, no. Oh, not no, at no. all. You don't know how them dogs going to react. And not only that, sometimes those dogs start mating. Like, we don't want that to happen either. You know what I mean? Uh, the other thing is uh, letting your dog off the leash anywhere that isn't a dog park. That's right. Because so, yeah, you know what they're right. doing now with these dog parks. They got a band. You got a bar. <laughs> You can sit there. A I'm serious. A bar? Yes, they, they're, they're like doing a, it up. It's real social. And one thing it's I don't like want to do is I don't want to eat dinner where I can smell dog poop. I just, oh, right. Same. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, food trucks, yeah. everything. Yeah, they, no, they're serious. Um, here's the other thing that's rude, knowing that you're lying, saying, oh, it's okay, he doesn't bite. Exactly. All dogs bite. Yes. Exactly. Let's just get that out of the way. Because some yep. dogs have attitude issues. You don't know if they're having a migraine that day or they're just basically mm-hmm. racist. You just don't right. know. Some of these dogs, <laughs> uh, true. you could have a problem with them, you know? And that's right. the bottom line. Uh, I have a flashback. Oh, yeah. They just go, go back. You know, that's how that is. Uh, the other thing is allowing your dog to jump up on other people. Oh, don't I do hate that. That's the word. Don't do that. I don't hate do that. that. You got to step on their back feet when they're young and they start doing that, and that'll, that'll break them out step of Step on their oh, feet? Wow. Yeah, I'm that's cool. Their feet. I'm calling no, you, don't, well, you don't stomp it. Peter. You just mm. put your foot on it. Peter. Like they said that. ignoring what your dog is trying to tell you. I, I don't speak dog. Right. Exactly. Yes, you do. You know. Yes, you do. You, you think know. you don't, but you know what you your dog know is trying to tell you. Know. If he's at the you. door, he wants to go outside. Come on. Yeah. Tell you know me. What your dog you know what? Which I got to give you props for that. It's cute how Princeton rings the bell when yeah. he wants to go outside. He's I was a like, jerk. Oh, so and you know, but what? One thing they don't tell you is when they go to the bathroom in the house, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't know it until that. summertime. And when your house smells oh, no, you like, my house smells like and pee. And ain't nowhere to go to in the yeah. house Guess what? that you, you know won't be- find it for a week. Mm. That part. But you know, because when you look at them, you're like, what did you do? Mm. But you won't find out for a week. But you can look at your dog and be like, I know you did something. Like right. that Just it like yeah. kids. Well, there it is. Rude habits of dog owners, man. I hope we provided the public service for you. Time now for Awkward shout-outs, shout-outs, shout-outs. Shout-outs. I want to give an awkward shout-out to uh, all those guys that are on the run right now uh, <laughs> in Alabama. Uh, oh, no. Uh, you know your friends know who you are. Yeah. Right. And you know somebody's going to offer a reward for like 5 $6. Right. Some You're done. Trip, They're going to come get you. Well, they, they got the three, I think, three of the white guys, and they're asking the guy with the chair, please yeah. contact us. Uh, right. You know what the funniest thing? In the yeah. comments, people are like, what chair? Did did anybody see yeah. a chair? I didn't see one chair. I remember one time I saw her in concert. She was awesome. Hilarious. <laughs> if I could turn right. back time. All right. Awkward shout-outs. Hey, awkward shout-out to this guy. I got locked up on my street the other day. DUI. Police had to wake him up, right? He was like, why are you bothering me? Uh, maybe because you parked the wrong way on the curb with right. throw up on you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I might be. Uh, duh. <laughs> awkward shout-out. Awkward shout-out to the a guy and uh, another two drivers who got into an argument because somebody was waiting for a parking space uh-huh. and the other person came up and tried to get right in. So uh-huh. they got into a little Yeah, tip. see, that, that, that's a problem. Okay, awkward shout-out. Awkward shout-out to the parents that are posting these pictures of their kids on the first day of school. No mm-hmm. one, they ain't cute. Yeah. Like, like oh, yeah. come on now. You know, some of them kids ain't <laughs> yeah. cute. And I don't care how that's many me. expensive designer clothes you put on them. It ain't, it's not going to change. Listen. They're just not attractive children. They're putting chains on little kids. Oh, yeah. What is that <laughs> all, all about? What is grill? Okay. Awkward shout-out to uh, those ladies that uh, will wear a dress knowing darn well that it's dirty. Mm. Okay. Oh. And you said, the club's going to be dark. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> she got it, it's no big deal. And it, and then you cross into one of those lights, you know, those pen lights, the and like everybody's oh, mm. that is not a pattern. That is not oh, a pattern. Oh my god, that is dirt. Awkward shout out. Awkward, sh- awkward shout out to the men with the shoe polish head, thinking they're fooling people yes. when they got a receding hairline. No, sir, Beijing. we know it's not real. Beijing. We know, right? Awkward shout out to that brother that's just really embarrassed watching his new date eat in a in a nice restaurant. Wow. <laughs> She's like eating a, a, the salad with a spoon. Oh, oh no. She got comfortable. Yeah. Oh, she wow. Blowing her nose at the table. Oh, no. Witness that. Oh, God. Are you not supposed That's to blow your disgu- nose at the table? No, you're no. not. You're Go to the bathroom. Turn your head no. away from the table. But it's always someone in right. the dining room who does it. You're right. like, and oh, it be loud, too. I'm done. And it's loud. worse when it's the cooks or the servers. Awkward shout out to those folks that are like at a restaurant trying to order their food, you know, maybe at, at Chipotle or somewhere like that. And co-workers are arguing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is, that is the worst. What did you hey, say? Right. I, I oh, would man. shout out to everybody who has to buy a Metro card this morning for the first time. Now that they got those jumbo gates, now yep. that you can't yeah. jump, you can't on jump over. Oh, no. But hey, they, they showing people still jumping over still, them somehow. Oh, I'm man. Like, you know how people are trying angle. to climb over there and they. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can y'all call 911 and get right. me off of the joint? Because <laughs> you still need some of that breath to run from the Metro police. Right. Uh, awkward shout out to the people that go out with their friends to eat and assume their friends are going to pay for it. Right. And realize they're splitting the bill. And uh, yeah. Oh. But, you know, you have a point. You invited me out. Mm. Yeah, that Somebody. is something. Nah, right. come I, on I get now. Caught up. Okay. Right. But you ordered all the high expensive drinks. But because, because I knew I wasn't paying for it. You invited me out. Yeah. Absolutely. That's right. when you do the bathroom slide. <laughs> awkward shout out to the people when you know it's about to storm and it start getting dark mm. and it start raining hard and yeah. you see the people on the side of the road that's walking don't have no umbrella and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, right. oh, hey man, I love on. the thunder and lightning. <laughs> Guys. Okay. There it is. Awkward. You know, I was reading this article and we're talking about how things have changed. It's like sex isn't a big thing anymore. Uh-huh. What we yeah, about? I mean, as far Why? as... What do you mean? Well, it's tough out there being single, number one. Hmm. Yeah. But nowadays, people are being more particular as to who they actually will do something with. Okay. Uh, According to this article. Be. Right. Yeah, you don't believe that, huh? I feel good. Like, no, that's how it should be. That's good. I was, good. Well, I was single, like, what age group are we talking about here? And being single isn't that tough. There's no drama. You come home to no drama <laughs> yeah. or nothing. You have your hand I mean, is always with you, right, Soup? Oh, Frida, uh, we didn't have to go there. That didn't have to happen. That did not have to happen. It's with your husband Alfred. as well. You uh, see, now that it. didn't have to happen. See, see you guys are, are, you know what? You're deflecting. Yeah, he, he okay. No, but here's, here's the issue. There are a lot of people out there are just giving you the representative of themselves. Yeah. yeah. In order to get you on a physical level. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. But, you know, nowadays there's so much stuff out there. You're not just basically the STDs and things like that, but you're talking about COVID and, and you know, RSV. You know, there's so many things that can happen. Drop your credit score. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. lot of... Oh, that's, that's, been, that's been out there. Yeah. That, does that happen? That ain't new. Your, your credit score drops? <laughs> Some women get, wow. you know, a little matized. I can't say what. Right. Mm-hmm. They start co-signing on stuff. Well, people are being a little bit more picky. That's good. I understand. And I, and I think that's good. And partly due to that creation that we came up in the uh, uh, Russ Park Morning Show Laboratories, mm. uh, the Before Sex app. Have you guys heard that? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Finally, yeah. an app that is practical and useful and help you determine who is right for you. It's the Before Sex app. This new app gives you a sneak preview of who you're about to have sex with. No more 18-year obligations to someone wow. you don't know. 
This app allows you to predetermine whether it's worth it to have sex with this individual or not. First, pull up your Before Sex app and wand it over the individual you're about to make love to. If Light Boo appears on the screen, she might be a little crazy. Hey, can my dog watch us? Wand again if you're not sure. If Dark Blue appears on the screen, she's fairly normal, but possibly medicated. Can you hold on? Let me finish this joint first. If Purple appears, she's crazier than batch. She's vengeful, prone to key your car, bust out your window, and call your wife. Stop crying. I only broke one window, mother. The Before Sex app is also 99.9% accurate in determining whether you should make love to that new gentleman in your life. Just wave your phone in front of him. If light red shows up on your screen, he may have some mild issues. Yo, why you need to know my real name? If bright red shows up on the screen, there's a strong possibility he has multiple children that he's not taking care of. Oh, uh, yeah, I got a couple of seeds, but I take care of all them. And if deep purple appears on the screen, more than likely he has multiple children some of them are twins is dope. Doesn't pay child support and was recently incarcerated, then released. My lawyer sucks. So download the Before <laughs> Sex app, the surefire way not to make an 18-year mistake. Oh, Albert sent me this um, this story that really makes us all feel old, all okay. of us over what? 50. Here we go. Um, they're saying older adults reveal the things they're simply getting too old to deal with anymore. Mm, and, of okay. course, we were talking about that uh, before about things that we're just not doing anymore. One of the things that they're saying is arguing with other people. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I've been cut that out. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It's like you're right. Argue with nobody. Nope. Can you imagine the Abbott? I mean, we just can't argue with them. Yeah. You just have to be like, all right, dude, you win. There is no argument because you're wrong. All right, here's the other thing. We're not going to get an Albert. Here we go. You're wrong again. It's an we argument. don't like going to concerts without assigned seating. You know, we got some of these concerts where you stand <laughs> yes. up. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. And I ain't sitting in the grass. Absolutely. Nope. As soon as you get your popcorn, you're ready to go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, as we get older, mm-hmm. we don't do the heavy drinking like we used to. Oh, no. Hangovers no. are not something good no. for older people. No. They're not no. fun. First no. off, we have to get up and do stuff in the morning. No. We can't sleep in till noon. When so we, we were younger, a hangover would last maybe a half a day. When you're older, yeah. it's three days. Man, yeah. you, was right. young, you go in the store and you get a 40, and the older guy in front of you, he has a 16 ounce. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what is he going to do or, with that? Or rose. Or he's got rose. Now you understand. Man, you know. Now you understand. Man, you know. Yeah. Older people say, I used to go to the bar on the weekends, play darts, listen to the band. It was fun. Now it's just crowded, annoying people with loud yeah. music. Yeah. Like, we don't even so want. Loud. Can they turn it down? You're in a club, sir. But can, right. I can't hear you talking. Can they turn the music down? Right. And that they bass. Co- they be having cover charges for bars and stuff yeah. like that now. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Anything after 9 p.m., we're like, oh, are you serious? Yeah. I'm not going to be good after That's 930. So this is valuable Netflix time. I could be watching Netflix. Man. Yeah. Doing a mask on my face. The no. other thing that older people just not tolerating anymore, putting up with BS. Yeah. Nope. yeah. You know, especially when you get really older. I know my father, man, his, he lost his filter, you know, when he turned about 80. <laughs> he's great. And he's already could be vicious. Yeah. I mean, he, he would get people, man. Well, you know who you got it from, bro. He's on the list, the whole parking situation. Because I noticed as I gotten older, that's the one thing I asked. Right. How's the parking? Right. Because it's older folk. You don't want to sit there trying to look for parking. I will not. Oh, yeah. I skipped I the party leave. the other day. They didn't have valet. I skipped. <laughs> really? You're going to pay that $5. It's starting to drip a little rain a right. little bit, man. Uh-huh. No. You want me to walk how far? Oh, yeah, I'm gone. Right? No, oh, that's crazy. The other thing as you get older that, uh, you know, lack of sleep, you know, those all-nighters you used to do, man, let's sit up and do shots all right, night. Right, right. Uh-huh. None of that. No, 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 no. no. The next day, boy. Hey, you is don't this pull on the all-nighters. list? 
What's that? Is this on the list? You talk ish about teenagers. Like oh, F yeah. you with your good knees and your tiny waist. Oh, yeah. Does that bother? It's going away. Okay. You're going to get wrinkles. You're going to need Botox. Here's a big thing older folks don't do anymore. What? Sit on the floor. Nope. Oh, do you know how I long it takes for us floor. to get up? Yeah. Oh, all day. Yeah. And like it hurts. And it hurts. You didn't get down on your knees. It's just pain. I said Indian style. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, right. And another thing is if you're upstairs, I ain't going downstairs for nothing. Once I'm turned in Listen. the bed. And, and Russ, it's crisscross applesauce now. I, I made a mistake. I walked into school with my kids. I'm like, oh, they, you're sitting Indian style. And it was little. They were like, that is crisscross Yeah, That's inappropriate. Uh, I didn't know. That's inappropriate now. Right. That's what it was my whole life. The other thing that we don't like to be bothered with as older adults is the, the new slang. Okay? Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't. But you no know cap? What? I don't no even cap? know I'm it. thinking you don't have on a hat? No. What's right. up? But you know, the problem with me <laughs> no is they cap. take they take old slang and just give it new meanings. Yeah, right, that's right. right. I like I know exactly. what that means. They're like, nah, no, that's not mean what it is. is. What? And I don't yeah. like the acronyms. Like right. if you know, you know. It's like I why like why am I trying to just figure say out what it, dude? Just letter say it. means what? Right. Like, I have much. to always text you like, what does this mean? Yeah. Exactly. It means short. right now, mom. That, like, oh, that's okay. the reason why it's shortened because they're texting. They're not talking as much. Yeah. The other thing that we don't like to do, and this is something we never did. I don't care what age you are, standing. In line, no. It's like, no. Russ, why don't you just go up to the front? I said, I don't want anybody to think I'm better than them. But after about mm, like 10, 15 minutes, man, I'm going up to the front. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's my business go. So basically, we lose our patience as right. we get older. Yeah, when it comes oh, for to sure. lines, And when then it you comes get up to, to the parking. front of the line, and you got some bouncer that thinks he owns the place, and he'll say something really insulting to me, like, yeah. "Look, OG." Oh, oh. Well, that's not insulting. I'll go with bro. Don't go with OG. OG oh, is gosh. cool. You just, okay. Are you serious? Don't say OT. What's that? What's that? Oh, old timer. Oh, yeah. OG is respectful. OG is respectful. He's trying to be respectful. I was trying. Yeah, I, then I try to figure out a way how to take him out at the knees. That's what we do when we <laughs> fight. We go for you take chopping down a tree. Go for the knees first. Yeah, I you know? cannot. That's awful. Hey Russ, a good one that's on the list is. Any place where there's not a bathroom, not close. You got to have a bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Because we I have to use the restroom yeah, every 45 yeah. minutes. You have one drink, <laughs> and then boom, there you go. There it is, another public service from the Russ Parr Morning Show. Things that old folks just don't tolerate anymore. Well, there it is, the Russ Parcast. Make sure you listen on the Apple Podcast app, UrbanOnePodcast.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, talk to you next week.